0: It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. We are live with Pals polls. It's myself, Sean as always, joined by Tyler.
1: Uh, guten guten Tag.
0: Yeah. You know it. Is that right? And kale. Bunno y'all. Uh Marco is Marco's coming. Marco's on Whoa. the way. Oh. <laughs> you can't see that. He's I like know. Veer. Veer Mahan. Veer Mahan is coming all over uh, Dominic Mysterio. Uh, Marco will be coming all over this podcast later. Uh, We're going to start things off without him. Say hello as you join in live on Twitch, if you are choosing to watch that way. Uh, If you're not, you can join us every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. for Pals Pools, this very show. This week, we're going to be talking about X-Men Red, number one. Uh, very, very, very Marvel heavy week this week. Uh, Marauders number one. We're not going to comment on the cover, no.
1: no? Uh, I mean, it's piece from Oco. That's the that's the correct cover to yeah. choose every time. Yeah, uh, what do you want?
2: Yeah,
0: some praise, Kale. Uh, and Daredevil's Reign number six.
1: Sean, Sean, congrats on picking up the correct piece of paper.
0: Thank you. Appreciate People
1: it. in hell want ice
0: water. I don't know. And uh, Radiant Red number two. So, uh, four interesting books this week. Can't wait to dive in and talk about them. But before we jump into that, you can also catch us live and make your Saturdays with the Comics Pals starting at 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, quite early. So, if you're an early bird, come hang out with us as we uh, chat about the news of the week. Uh, Listen to our main show or this show on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash Pal's. We're over five fifty subs, so help us get to six hundred before the end of the summer. That would be pretty cool. Uh, if we get a thousand before the end of uh the year, kale's gonna do a backflip. So yeah. that's uh that's what we're we're working towards. Pass for In clarification
1: on that. Yeah. Is it into a pool? Is it into like a foam pit? A ball pit? Just, no, standing? just a, a yeah, standing? Just a backflip. Yeah. yeah. You ever see oh, that on... I? that viral video is like two old heads just doing a dance battle in like a, a strip mall um two two old heads yeah sean help me out here
0: can't say that i have
1: and then they're they're having a dance battle and one guy's like i could do a backflip and he does and he lands straight on the top of his dome gets knocked out everyone just screams and runs away nice. it's like it's a classic video but i feel like that's what's gonna happen to kale so kale um if that happens yeah. be careful be careful
0: if it happens, be careful.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, it... let's 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 start off strong. Oh, wait. No. Before we do, uh, by the way, Tyler, can you just tell the people what you're drinking?
1: Um, it is uh, a mixture of Mister Black's coffee liqueur and Woodford Reserve that I probably got the ratios all mixed up on, and I just kind of just threw it together. So um, it is. Uh, it's
0: waking me up. I'm drinking something anonymous. It's in a red cup, so you know we don't speak about things in in red cups. Is it lean? <laughs> no, Tyler. I'm not yeah. drinking lean. It's oh, okay. you know what it is. It's Henny and Pepsi. Is that a thing? That's what it is. Henny is a cognac, right? I don't know anything about it. Actually, <laughs> uh, I just drink While it. You're drinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all Bottoms right, well. up. All right. Let's talk about X Men Red. Uh, This was – I've been looking forward to this book a lot. Um, In terms of the books that were announced for the new X-Men lineup, the Destiny of X lineup, it's this and Immortal X-Men. You guys were lucky enough to review Immortal X-Men last week, and you said it was eh. Um, Lucky enough while this dude was in Miami. (laughs) Well, you know, we we all enjoy our time in different ways. Um, (laughs) X-Men Red – is by Al Ewing with art by Stefano Caselli,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, Federico Blee on colors, and Ariana Mayer on letters. I believe that some amount of this is the creative team from uh, Al's prior book, right? Sword? Sword, yeah. Yeah. So this feels like a spiritual successor to that Mm -hmm. um, in a lot of ways. And I wasn't all the way sure what this was going to be, but about halfway through, I was like, wait, I'm actually really enjoying this. This is really good. I really like this issue. <clears throat> yeah, here comes here comes Marco, by the way. Marco's
2: oh, Okay, in- all right,
1: let me let me yeah. When, once he jumps in, I'll I'll change the scene. Yeah. But
0: um, All right. Marco is Marco's here now. Uh thank you for joining us, Marco. We are in fact live, so say hello to the people.
3: What's up, people? <laughs> it's, it's uh you know, busy life.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. you're doing
3: adult things, it's fine.
1: Yeah, are you
4: are you still on a call? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're gonna be like Marco, you're muted. I can't really hear you.
3: <laughs> it's okay. I wasn't talking. <laughs>
0: Unreal. If we Unreal. need to drop out, incredible. Just let yeah. us know. <laughs> <laughs> the dedication. Uh, who is stupid? Oh, That's uh, o- that's
1: my brother-in-law. That's that's Rory. Oh, nice. That's What's why up? He's, he's he's using uh, my uh, little little head there. My little was emoji. it emoji.
0: Was it Rory's birthday yesterday? Is that no, no? no it was his younger brother's. No, this, oh, okay. this one. This one's in college. Okay. Hope you're enjoying college, dude. Um, so yeah, uh, you were saying, Tyler, that you, you found this to be a lot of fun. Yeah, before Marco just barged into our nice little podcast here. Yeah, come on, um, Marco. Without a drink no, uh, on top of that,
3: I wasn't. I wasn't made aware of this. I have no, my, my cup of water.
0: If you were on this call before, he is. Working. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, if you're I'm going to say this right now, if you're still working after 6 p.m., you have the right to drink. It's the case for like believe that. every employee? <laughs> Everybody. OK. All right. If, if you if you started your job at 8 or 9 or 7 a.m. and you are still working uh, okay. at 6, right. you should be drinking. So you're
1: talking shift length. You're not talking. Yeah. Specific. Yeah. But nine okay. to fivers. Yeah, yeah Yeah. gotcha gotcha so like the the sanitation workers that are operating heavy machinery maybe not maybe you might want to think about it but i know sanitation workers i know they're doing it anyway um
0: so you You gotta get through you know it's true it's true
3: i I don't get that advantage i'm i'm salaried so they tell me to work i gotta work
0: that's true they didn't tell you not to drink anyways (laughs) uh so so x-men red um This this was really good. Um, I got to say up front that I feel like Storm has been treated badly over the course of the X-Men since House of M in the sense that they basically done nothing with her. They were going to make her pregnant. And we know that due to Jonathan Hickman, she was going to be pregnant in the giant size X-Men issue. And that's what that whole issue was built around. But then Marvel at the last minute said, nah, actually, you can't do that. So the whole issue makes no sense. So then instead, she, had, she was infected by some kind of virus. And then that kind of was a wash and nothing really came of it. So there's been a lot of stopping and starting with, with Storm. But now that she's the queen regent of um, Araco in on Mars, um, now it seems like they've got something for her. Mm. And this issue you know really leans into that. She is absolutely the main character at least of this issue. Um, And the first three pages really set the tone for what Storm's story feels like it's going to be going forward. I thought those were some really powerful pages. And she had the best pages in the book, I think.
4: Yeah, I found her stuff really captivating. Um, But everything else I was not interested in. Really?
3: Yeah, it started off strong and kind of fell from there. Um the 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 drama of the of the sort of the vote the uh I think at least for me the I haven't been following where she's been at, so this is like a reintroduction to where sort of a status quo is was a lot of fun. Um and she's looking good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I mean Can't it definitely helps with uh Stefano Caselli on art. I am a yes. huge Caselli fan, so um, I've, been, uh, I've been a Caselli fan since, like, friggin' Initiative. So, like, anything that Casselli does, I'm into. And then seeing, like, Casselli kind of get more of, like, an Jeez, I've been watching too much wrestling. More of a more of a <laughs> top-of-the-card booking um, is refreshing. Because yeah. I feel like outside of, like, Immortal X-Men, this is, like, the other book that's been launching. Like, at least that I've seen promotional footage on. And... What I really liked about it is that it's essentially Storm trying to control every toxic masculine X-Men character out there. Um, it's, it's just angry men. It's Vulcan. It's Thunderbird. Uh, you can say Sunspot's toxic in a different way. He's not really an angry person, but he's got other issues. Um, Magneto... And cable, which is like it's like the most machismo in a book, and it's nice to see kind of storm be that that foil to it, um, which I'm I'm pretty excited for, uh, and then brands there too. So
0: yeah, um, it's an interesting group of characters to be sure, because you do have the characters that Tyler just listed off, but then you have the whole Oraco element of it as well. This is the book for Iska the Unbeaten, who I think. Of all the Araco characters is probably the most popular. Um, she's just a ton of fun. I liked Bay more. Bay like too. Bay too. A new Bay is Bay. Bay is, bang. bay is Bay, that's fair. Um, I don't know. I, I came away it's from that been. event really loving Iska, yeah. and her dialogue here is some of the best, I thought, in the whole mm-hmm. book. Uh, so there's a vote that happens basically to decide whether Araco will be its own thing and just be, live peacefully or head on back to a and go back to war and the vote goes to peace uh and iska um when discussing the the vote and how upset she is that they're not just going to go to war she actually didn't vote she elected to uh to abstain from the vote so uh she's libertarian of Morocco." She <laughs> uh,
1: says my vote does my vote doesn't matter anyway i'm not going to win so
0: well, no, her her point was yeah. the exact opposite. She says, My mutant power is not to lose. If I voted, the vote would always go my way. And I prefer to keep the pow- to keep that powder dry. Just just really good dialogue. I think Al Ewing has really found his groove in a lot of ways. And t- Kale mentioned that the some of the outside scenes that don't involve Storm aren't as good. And I do agree with that. But I think that so much of the issue was focused on characters that I cared about and that Al Ewing also seems to care about, then I think more often than not, the dialogue landed for me.
4: Uh, who Who else in that group uh, besides Storm and, I guess, Iska, are you considering there?
0: Abigail Brand. Um, I think that Al Ewing is a big fan of her. He wrote her in Sword, and I thought her dialogue was also crisp um and he also brings us an interesting look at thunderbird who mm-hmm. uh also makes an appearance i liked his dialogue too he's angry you know and i get why like it's easy to understand why i don't even i haven't seen thunderbird literally ever in a comic before and i know he was just resurrected but i haven't seen whatever that is so here's my first you know time seeing him and I'm like, oh man, this dude is pissed off, and he has every right to be. I can't wait to see how this unfolds. Al Ewing just setting the table, you know. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the thing with like Thunderbird
1: though is that, like he doesn't have much of a like his wiki is mostly the 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 fallout from his death, really. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing Cable kind of really fuck with him for that yeah. was good. Yeah, that was good. Um, you had a plane to catch. Yeah. <laughs>
4: And yeah, the fact that he's the summers, too. And I'm
1: pretty sure Cyclops had something to do with the whole explosion, too. Um, yeah, it's good. And, like, the fact that, like, this is a character who is never resurrected. Uh, he was in, like, that one where there was, like, Selene bringing all the zombie X-Men in. I forget what that one was. Uh, some, somewhere yeah. yeah. But, like, imagine a character who, like, can see, like, oh, all the X-Men always come back at some point over another, even before Krakoa. You guys didn't even try with me. <laughs> You just replace me with my brother and like nothing against my brother, but like, what the fuck? And he just dips Krakoa, you know, yeah. like I, I kind of get it. It's a cool, you know, character uh, uh, evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with it. Necrosha, Yes. Thanks, Matt. It's Necrotia.
0: Matt saying uh, in the Twitch chat, the two marks liking it and the other two not enjoying it. A must not read. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Am I OK? Forget me. Fuck me. I thought Tyler was like your best friend, right dude. No, oh, oh
1: gosh, we, we, poor uh, choice of words. That's why we had a Take podcast. A minute, we didn't. We didn't, dis- we didn't agree on a lot of comic book stuff. So,
0: <laughs> fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of good here, uh, Marco. You haven't really spoken up. What are you? What are you thinking, man? I think overall,
3: I had fun with it. Like, regardless of how I felt about some of the dialogue in the back half, I think that it was still fun um i'm i'm interested on the 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 politics end of it that that's been the most interesting part for me even for something like immortal x-men right and um some of the stuff that's been coming up uh post magneto like that's that was cool too to be able to see him uh it reminds me of um uh when what's his face apocalypse right has also decides he's gonna Mm -hmm. um retire and and down the sword and and all that stuff and it's interesting to be able to see those kinds of characters of of power decide i'm going to take it easy um similar to something uh later which i have opinions on um but uh it's it was it's cool to see i think i think it's character growth for magneto i think at the very least um the premise of a brotherhood on mars is kind of cool um she's kind of punk rock and red for some reason and um i dig it
0: yeah yeah i'm into it um you know sometimes sometimes the books will evoke like a phrase or a name that has meaning but doesn't necessarily make sense in the context of what we're talking about like the thunderbolts uh, announcement from a couple of months ago mm-hmm. um the jim's up book it's like yeah you're calling it thunderbolts but this doesn't feel like thunderbolts um Storm saying, "Oh, we'll start a brotherhood," you know, is like, "Okay, Storm, like that's cool," and I got it got a pop out of me. But realistically, like, no, you're not actually gonna start a brotherhood. I mean, even like the next book,
1: is this a segue you're building to, Sean? No, 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 Uh, because Marauders (laughs) is the same thing. Like,
0: (laughs) don't even get me started, Tyler. Listen, we'll we'll, we'll get to. I like talking about the name. Yeah, I want to. I want to love on this book as much as I can. Before I have to talk about a book that I did not like. Sure.
1: Let's talk about how good it is to see Magneto back in the purple and red. Yeah. It's like go. one of my favorite costumes in comics. Absolutely. Oh, but that white looks so good, though. It's, oh, it's good. But even like the, the Colin Bun, right. Bunn Magneto black suit that he wore in, uh, again in the death of the trial of Magneto. Mm-hmm. I always Dang want to call it. it the death of Scarlet Witch because there was no trial <laughs> of Magneto in that.
2: Um,
4: Yeah, it's funny that you called it character growth, but he was back in his purple briefs (laughs) and fair enough, and he went off to be secluded, but he built himself a fucking
0: castle. Goofy, (laughs) completely goofy. I also like how Storm, you know, is going through this whole like traumatic thing and, you know, she's um, really burdened by the weight of her responsibility um and so she makes the decision to like you know what you know how i'm gonna make myself feel better i'm gonna completely change my costume including some michael jackson-esque pauldrons yeah. and completely bare six p- no no that's a four pack that's a that's a four pack that could be a six pack um and and just looking like a complete badass look at storm please if you're on if you're watching this. On video, look at Storm. She's perfect. I got to say, I really like that character design. Me too.
1: Yeah. It kind Beautiful. of merges the long-haired Storm with Mohawk Storm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of takes, like, the best of both worlds there. And also, it's probably going to be, like, Jade Cargill's next entrance uh, oh, here. Dude.
0: Yes. Other than... Because I think Storm has some of the best costumes in comics. Yeah. Um, But other than the one on the cover, actually, which I think is phenomenal... That, that costume she has now might be my favorite hmm. it looks it looks a little militaristic too with like the
3: the shoulder pads the um the like red puffed out red collar and then the the lines coming down you're know, very ceremonial looks pretty cool badass
0: yeah storm is storm is stepping on all of our throats with this fucking costume Whoa. Uh, Shen, Shenron said the white suit slaps the bad one is the green suit I agree. Green. the the green suit is really bad um Not good. i don't know just just didn't work didn't work um but yeah x-men red i'm a big fan of this uh would be my book of the week on a lot of other weeks um but it just doesn't make it this week because of another book that we're going to be talking about i'm i'm very excited to follow this i was going to say i read this i read this week in a certain order where i read marauders first and i was going to say Man, I don't know if I care anymore about the whole like X-Men thing. And then I read <laughs> that's, this. Gonna...
4: That's that's funny. That's where I'm at. Just Genuinely. I think I might have I think I might have read Marauders first, actually, now that you say that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pull, easy pull. Uh agreed. Pull, yeah. pull for storm.
4: Tr- trade weight. Fair? At best, trade weight. At best. Damn,
3: yeah. dude. That's harsh. I'm not
4: feeling it, man. I'm not feeling right. it anymore. That storm on the cover. Post Hickman? Come on. I'm All tired. Right. We got All Ewing right. and Gillen, though. I already said Gillen didn't do it for me. Ewing is barely towing the line here, man. Oof. He's going to have to pull some work with this Storm stuff.
2: Uh, left like left that's I not said, working.
4: I I liked what he did with Storm. Um, but everything else, you had your trademark X Men guys starting a bar and getting into a bar fight
1: uh, over I nothing. It,
3: yeah, Ta- Tyler, did did you call out the Red Lagoon?
1: Oh yeah, I mean I like the that it's more of a Star Wars cantina instead of a Tiki yeah, bar, yeah. but yeah, gotta be a space. All right. So. Oh, so so Matt highlighting Damn. his his, yeah, his wow. message. <laughs> We back in the Cullen Bunn so era excellent quality. That's No man. Matt, you can't Harsh. lie. Cullen Bunn's Magneto series, really good. It was cool. It was cool. I think it was Declan Declan Shelby working on that too.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Early Declan, I believe. Okay. Some good some good stuff there. Some good stuff there. At least we're not um uh post uh utopia. Oof. Or like right before Hoxpox, where they were just killing characters left and right. That was
0: Matthew Rosenberg, dude. Listen, bro. I will contend that that run, not bad. Not bad. It was depressing.
1: Yeah. I had too much shit it going was. on in real life that was not escapism for me. <laughs> Maybe that's how Wait. he coped, but it wasn't for me. <laughs>
0: Uh, you mean Wolfsbane getting stomped out by some random goons? Then Doesn't uh, Dust
1: commit suicide in it or something like that? Or yeah. Blindfold does. Blindfold. Someone
0: commits, commits suicide. suicide, yeah. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was rough was C.W. Gordon said, yeah, that Magneto series was the only bun X-Men I read, so that sounded like a compliment. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I thought it was cool, but that era was not good. Wasn't,
3: um, wasn't that like right after the Terrigan gas got released and everything
0: somewhere, somewhere in there? Yeah, I think it's right. Yeah, before. Okay. Yeah. yeah,
3: that was. Yeah. Let's let's talk
1: about Marauders. Let's just get into it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So before we start, did you guys read all of Marauders at all in the previous run? We reviewed
0: almost every issue on the show, but I think we, we, fell we fell off after a while.
3: We fell off right after Ten of Swords. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like, like the first thir- two thirds of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so this is Steve Orlando doing the writing much touted uh, arrival in the X the at the X desk Steve Orlando uh Eleonora galini on art Matt Miller on colors and Ariana Mayer on letters and production okay so full disclosure I did not read the marauders special that they put it's out it's important because <laughs> they reference it every step of the
3: way Yeah. um, (laughs) Editor's note.
0: I... It is, Matt. I can't believe what I read. (laughs) The big question coming into this book was, how are they going to make it make sense that Cassandra Nova can be on a team with the other mutants? And, yeah, we all had that same question about Apocalypse. The way Apocalypse was used was to say his presence in House and Powers was to say, hey, this is a new era, right? That was the character that they used to make that point. And everything after that justified Apocalypse being a a member of the mutant community, and it worked. We got it. Because Apocalypse was not anti-mutant. That wasn't the point of what he was doing. Did he kill mutants? Absolutely. Was he inherently anti-mutant? No. Enter Cassandra Nova now, three years into the mutant, the Krokoan experiment, and they're trying to do a similar thing. She even directly references Apocalypse and says that Apocalypse has killed more mutants than, than her. I beg to fucking differ. Yeah, I don't know about that. And she says that Sinister killed more mutants than her. Sinister has absolutely not killed more mutants. Like do, his clones count? Do, do clones count? Do clones count? Because then, then maybe millions.
3: But he's he's made people. He's made clones. Like if anything, that's he, a negative, he, right? He's
4: actively
1: discounting his own kill count. <laughs> yeah, like what? <laughs> it's like when you self kill in Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, does it count? No, you you lose a point. So then, like your your kills, it, it never mind. I,
0: I, I, I was having a hard time. Reading this book to begin with, so you, you came then it into got, it with with uh, negativity. Is that fair? I did, and the first couple of pages didn't help with that. Oh, let's rescue this random mutant guy that we've seen a hundred million times. Uh, not that character, but that type of scene. Oh, yeah. um, and yeah. then it's yeah. right into Cassandra Nova, and it's like, no, no. You're not going to convince me. Sorry. Sorry, Marvel. Love you. But you're not going to convince me that Cassandra Nova, who has killed millions of mutants, a lot of them that were children, by the way, who launched Grant Morrison's entire run. Who's a, 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 a not even not a mutant like sorry, not a mutant. Yeah, Yeah. Do we
2: no- have?
1: this whole book worked on the premise that she's also a mutant like she
0: she, she has mutant dna because she because she's a, a mumadry of xavier right like was that right. synopsis she, I she made stole Twitter? his his dna essentially okay. so a literal mutant yes but a, but but a mutant in terms of you know fighting the struggle all that good yeah. stuff no completely anti-mutant this is bullshit Psylocke probed her mind. She believes it. Yeah, because Jean Grey made her. <laughs> Jean, Grey, Jean Grey gave her guilt in the last X-Men Red series. Jean Grey uh, made her feel guilt. The idea is that she's not. she doesn't have the normal human range of emotions, so she never felt bad about what she had done. Jean mm. Grey made those feelings come in, and that's the Cassandra Nova we're seeing today. This so is not the way I, I will. I will say that I didn't
1: hate it. Did I like it? I don't know if I'd go that far either. Um, but there's enough that I do like where I can at least give it an issue too. Um, really? And the things I like was, I actually did like the art. I, I thought the Eleonora Carlini art was different uh, compared to all the other X books. Um, it felt, mm. it mm-hmm. didn't feel, X-Men has kind of had this house style, I think, since Hawks yes. ho, ho, yeah. and this felt like a distinct step away from that. Um, it's I, a lot more, like I can, th- this feels like a Spider-Man artist, if that makes sense. It's a lot more uh, yeah. faster, kinetic. it's exaggerated, you know. Yeah. It, I don't expect uh, Kitty Pride to be hitting dynamic poses uh, that exaggerate her in an almost like a, a manga sort of way, or somebody who's at least been influenced by it um so i actually enjoy the art um i also really 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 like the shiar so like anything with the shiar i'm fucking i'm a sucker for it
4: see um, that i normally i would be too because mm-hmm. if the shiar come in that means uh you get fucking cyclops's dad the star jammers
1: oh he's in captain marvel right now and this this week there was an issue with uh uh, I was going to make a, a sign for Chode Watch. Whenever Chode shows up in the book, I want to have like, those Chode Watch. Because uh, Starjammers, man, is my jam. I love Starjammers.
4: But something something about this, man, they went to space and I went, nah, that's all right. Oh, yeah. fucking, so, I'm out.
1: So even even the final page, Cal, you didn't get like a little bit like, oh yeah, that that's cool to see Eric the Red, who I only really know from the animated series. I love Eric uh,
4: the Red. I, mm, not really. No, I thought <laughs> like, that would be
1: one of those like weird, weird nostalgic pops for you. But
4: it, I mean, it, like it, it got the pop, and I'm vaguely curious as to what they're going to do. But I think on the same level of that, um, of the Cassandra Nova thing, I'm a bit, I'm just a bit like, this isn't going to be good. <laughs>
0: like, and I think, I think what it is, because I felt the same way, Kale, I think what it is is that, everything before it the way we got to that reveal isn't great so it's yeah. like cool here's this thing i would like but it's yeah. it's the lead-in is everything i don't want
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair. um the on the art piece
3: um i think the style started working for me better when they got into space i thought yeah. for whatever reason it was a more appropriate um i don't know the lines felt more appropriate the, the color started to pop a little bit more. When they were on the island, it was kind of just like, eh, whatever. Like, it it felt very uh, Disney esque in some of like the eyes, the lips. Um, mm. When when we first got introduced to why I liked it. No, no, no. I, I I'm 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 not saying that's a negative. I'm just saying like that was what it, it reminded me of. Um, the uh, what is it when we see in one of the instances, Cassandra's like smiling and it looks like a like a Corella Deville sort of like it just reminded me of that sort of, it evoked that style and um, it worked much better once we got into space and got to see more of the, out of um, these more wacky designs and, and drawings. I think that contrast worked really well and uh, I started to have fun with it a bit more.
4: <laughs> I, I like that once they get into space, literally everybody has a problem with Cassandra Nova yeah, yeah. and nobody does anything about it. And that's just, that's just being part of a superhero team. One person makes a decision, and the rest of us have to go along with it. Uh,
0: okay, I want to address something that C.W. Gordon said in the chat. They're all back now, right? Mostly, which was in response to my rant about Cassandra Nova. So, the mutants that died in Genosha that she that Cassandra killed are not necessarily the mutants that we would see in a comic book these are millions of mutants again many of them children who are not characters in the books would they have been revived right now but by now rather who knows there's there's the the, the five are working every day constantly to revive as many mutants as possible does the fact that some amount because they're not all alive does the fact that some amount of them are back negate the fact that she killed them in the first place to me, no. Didn't Scarlet Witch
4: try and bring them back in? Yeah, she,
0: she did as zombies. Yeah, in <laughs> yeah, what's it? it yeah. yeah, it didn't work out too great. Yeah. So that's my answer to that.
4: <clears throat> uh, Empire, yeah, thanks, Gordon. Uh, he
1: Apparently he was joking. Okay, so. okay, fair enough. Well, uh, either way, so I wanted Sean to put that out. Like like a, he's, a, he's a Genosha denier. Like, oh, well, let me... Let me. <laughs> How dare you? This is a serious comic book thing I need to talk about. And I also
0: that. say, I'm, I'm not all the way sure what was happening towards the end of this book. I don't know who
3: Eric Thread is. Looks cool. Mark, are you I just yeah. mean, like,
0: the space fight. Like, whatever that was. Like, I'm, I don't yeah. know what that was. I didn't get a lot of it because
4: somebody used some kind of special power and it was completely uh, wasted on the page because you could not tell what was happening.
1: You... You would need to tell me what Eric the Red's power set is, too, because I do not remember.
0: I don't even think he had powers in the show. He shot that gun. Remember, he had like a I think he had like a little blaster. He was, <laughs> he was with uh, Black Tom, right? And Juggernaut. Was that? Yeah. That? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That. He didn't do anything. Hmm. He had a he cool <laughs> Zardoz costume, though. He was some dominatrix looking dude. Yeah yeah, man. Um, also, speaking of art and the character designs, why is can why does Cassandra Nova have the fatty? What's going on with that?
1: No. <laughs> those are those are old like jungle crew skipper uh, pants there. Those
0: aren't have the what? The fatty, bro. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what like no. this uh, this
3: week on
1: White are you me? with kale Dude,
0: look, she's double cheeked up. Can you look at that? It's not even
1: Thursday yet. No, so cheeked up. <laughs> okay, Sean. Two things. Two things here. Uh huh. First off, um, she's allowed to be cheeked up.
2: Fatty. That's
1: totally fine. it
3: has got that. In cake. fact, I it's think I think what, I think
1: when the five brings you back, there's like a little checklist that you can do in in, in advance. To be like, yo, you want a fatty? Um, and go <laughs> balls got you on that one. Um, but uh, I think those are like those old um. Like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you ever watch The Mummy? Like, that time period yes, of, like, yes. explorers that would wear those pants that kind of stuck out near the, the hips? they're poofy on the side? Yeah, that, that's how I read it. I, I don't was think that's those. Fatty. I think
4: in uh, uh, Morrison's run, she wore those. But I, don't, I think these are just,
1: like, mom jeans. Oh, she got the Dexter's <laughs> mom cake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she, she should be skin and bones. She has no right. <laughs> to have all that going on back there no if right you're, at all. if
4: you're a genocidal uh maniac you do not get a fat ass
1: you
0: should have a bony butt you
1: That's think right. they uh you think they got like some kind of like good surgery at kokoa like they got like all those like things with like medication where like they have like medicines that can work do you think they have like, so you, you think she has like, a bbl like, yeah yeah. <laughs> just kokoa injections like
0: forget about forget about miami forget about all these other places if you want the bbl you go to krakoa because you know that's Seriously. just not going to explode in your ass they're not going to they're not going to put literal <laughs> junk in your ass you're not going to die getting a bbl in krakoa it's, it's, and if you it's do they'll resurrect you yeah it's money back guarantee <laughs> you see th- those
1: those, I those flights I
4: bbl men I guess i don't
1: <laughs> those are uh, those 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 flights from uh from JFK to, to Krakoa are expensive, and you got half half the half the crew is just not even sitting down; they're on their backs there whole time.
0: You dude, you you got to go through several different countries to get to Krakoa from JFK, <laughs> and it's worth it if you come out looking like Cassandra Nova.
1: looks <laughs> Cassandra Nova, more like Fashion Nova. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how 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 old? She's got to be at least sixty years old. Professor X is yeah. old man. You know what? I'm all for it.
3: Really, Good exercise.
1: Yeah,
0: put in
3: those I'm squats. Put in the work.
0: Ball head and everything. <laughs> BBLs aside, um, pass. <laughs> I I just can't. I I didn't I didn't like this. Okay, it's, utterly- it's a butt lift. It's <sighs> a butt lift.
4: Okay, thank you. All yeah. right.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was an entirely uh, a Tyler and Sean bit. Marco and I are just on camera.
1: Just- Marco's still in uh, his no, meeting. to no, happening. <laughs>
4: um, did you guys just entirely skip the uh, uh, oh, text god. pages?
0: Oh my god! Oh, geez. Uh, I looked at that. that and I looked at
4: both of those and I went,
1: "Nah." I read about okay. I think I think I, I think, think as a them. whole, as a whole, I think I'm done with the text pages. Mm-hmm. The reason why I liked Hickman's text pages were they like, because they weren't all text. They right, were made. Right. They were meant like documents. They were. They had graphs in them, and like Hickman would do those that the design for those graphs himself. Um, everyone now just uses it as like, oh, I can do some prose. Like that's not. I, dump, I, yeah, yeah. I explicitly read comic books, so I don't have to look at words.
0: Like <laughs> this is how I get reading in. I want pictures and words. Yeah, exactly. Not just words. <clears throat> X Men. Can Stop the Cimmerillion.
1: I would try reading the simarillion again if, I, if that was the case. Still haven't Damn. finished
0: it. Mm.
3: Uh, that first one though, uh,
0: I, I that scared me. I saw, so like, nope, let's keep going. Useless, uh, yeah. it's, ju- huh. it's just Bishop's opinion about the members of the team that we're about to see, anyways, and we already saw on the page before. I don't care what Bishop thinks.
3: Yeah, th- that's the thing. If you're going to use it, use it to provide context for the story not not individual characters i think that's the way that that's the way that he was uh, hickman would use it was he'd build up either the world that they were existing in he would include the timelines for context for information that is going to be revealed down the line like here you could have i don't even know what to say you could have revealed something about the like the shiar and why they're heading over to to go see them or something like there's more that could be done that services the actual narrative
1: Listen, Can I just say something? Pass. One thing about the art, though, what what ethnicity is Bishop? <laughs> Can you, you guys tell answer me. that? Sean, do you know <laughs> the answer to that? You tell me. I don't know. Marco Marvel you know doesn't what... know. Storm's yeah. white. <laughs> Marco, do you know, like canonically, do you know
3: Bishop's ethnicity? Uh, canonically, I canonically barely know Bishop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bishop's That's from honest. the future. They didn't have. They didn't have. Dude, he's, he's they Filipino. They're
3: beyond
1: it. He's supposed to be Filipino. He was he was based after uh, uh Luis Portacio. What? Um, where I feel I, I don't like I feel like people like. What are you saying, Tyler? Bishop's... A, he, he's everyone draws him like a black dude, like which is which is fine, but like I don't I don't know. I always got confused by
0: that. Are you saying that Bishop is not black? He's supposed to be Filipino, like canonically.
3: And I don't I don't Duke know Bishop. Son of an Aboriginal mutant refugee who fled oh, to America it's, from okay. Australia.
1: Maybe it was so in the trading cards. He's listed as Filipino.
0: So are the trading cards not, not can You're go, you're getting on this. Hold on. Sorry, I just people Googled listen Bishop to this podcast. <laughs> people listen to this podcast to hear us speak <laughs> about these things in about a way BDLs. that's informative, right? Well, I mean, and it's you and you're exactly. basing your knowledge of Bishop. On the trading cards. I'm basing my
1: knowledge on Mar- of Marvel Comics on the one thing that almost killed them, yes.
0: Unreal. <laughs> can you guys pull Pass or Book of the Week or Trade Wait so we can trash. get onto uh, I something? Say, I say pass.
4: pull. Pull it right into the trash.
1: <laughs>
0: I say pull. Shenron says, Hickman tricked me into reading these kinds of pages. Every time I saw it, I put into... Is this important or skip it Exactly that's the point that we're at With those where it's like okay you look at it And you go wait should I invest my time Into this am I going to feel foolish After I take five minutes to read This out the answer is most likely yes uh, Let's talk About something that I feel a lot better About uh, Devil's Reign number six This is the finale issue Except for the Omega issue That's coming out soon Uh Chip Zdarsky, Marco Chichetto, uh, Marcelo Menez on colors, and Clinton Cows did the letters. What a way to end this series. Not what I expected. Not what I expected, I guess, but definitely what it needed to be. Hmm. Definitely. I I liked
3: the the conflict that we like the the climax of this issue where he's uh, Kingpin's pinned down and Matt has a choice and he ultimately gets it gets the I guess the the morality from um Elektra, which was interesting Oh you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm the assassin that's not you and um and he manages to stop him with the uh the what do you call it v the vvvv the, 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 the gem the gem, the gem. The yes purple gem. like the pimp it it played so well. It was a lot of fun leading up into it, and you know I'm glad that Kingpin gets to retire. You know, like he's off on some nice island, living his life. You know, sipping on margaritas, eating shrimp cocktails. He's gonna, he's gonna be, he's gonna do well.
1: You think Kingpin's a shrimp cocktail kind of guy?
3: For sure, oysters. He's
4: a yeah, he's an anything cocktail yeah, kind of guy. Think. That's true. That's true. Look at how big that boy is. So that's all muscle, Kale. No, so, you got to eat to feed that muscle. It's true. Fair that's enough. true.
1: So I will say, like, uh, when I read like comics, if I read anything, I don't really read in anyone's voice, except for Kingpin. I always read fucking D'Onofrio. Like I always Hell hear yeah. it in my head. It was just kind of nuts. But like, I think this <laughs> issue was really good because it got to that climactic battle right away. It's like, we're going to do this. We're going to get it out of the way halfway through the book. We're not going to just... Which I feel like a lot of like event books get hung up on. Where mm. they don't allow the fallout to really breathe. Where this kind of mm. did. Um, and explain the fallout a little more. Um, I think it, it is interesting because the bad guy still wins. But the good guy also kind of wins. It's, it's weird. It's like an everybody wins situation. Which is non-traditional for an event comic it's not as black and white which i think has been sadarsky's daredevil run this entire entire time so far
0: this is color the, tyler this is the most like marvel slash dc event ending ever in the sense that <laughs> it literally just says hey everything that just happened yeah it happened but everybody's fine the, like ultimately everything's fine and we'll be able to continue to tell the stories we feel like telling after this. Nothing really too affected one way or the other. That's okay. You know, um, I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't want... Kingpin's a human, so it's harder to say, like, oh, he died, right? Because if he died, he died. That's it. How do you justify his resurrection? Um. So that's okay. But I thought emotionally what this issue delivered was what was strongest about it stronger than the actual resolution or anything that happens how people react to the things and feel about them is great so um last issue kingpin killed matt's brother and matt is pissed daredevil wants death and electra does too if you read the uh electra mini she's coming for kingpin too so both daredevils coming for that ass uh, so we get basically a tag team match Could be worse um, Double Daredevil Versus Kingpin and Typhoid Mary uh, So it's a mixed tag match It goes pretty well for The faces um, Kingpin and Typhoid Mary get beat on pretty bad To the point where Daredevil Is going to uh, Matt Murdoch's going to kill Kingpin And Electra says hey man Do you really want to do this Is that who you are And he's like, nah, I guess not. So they just don't kill him. Um, I don't think you can have Daredevil get the kill here. I thought Elektra would do it. Kind of wish she did, just for her character's sake. Um, She's more been the actor throughout this story so far. She's been the one to go there. And I kind of wanted to see her do it. But Kingpin living to fight another day, I think it, it obviously leads to more stories. So, you know,
1: fine. Well, I, I think with the Electra thing, though, I think her story has been that her not doing it is the his where her story, it's the going. action. Yeah. 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 Which is yeah, fair. Which I really enjoy it because it's a true evolution of the character. I think any other time, if anyone was writing Electra, she would have killed him. Like, that's yeah. always her thing. Like, she always is almost on the good side and then falls off again.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: kind of like making her m- choose to not do it is real evolution for the character.
3: For the way that they uh, To your point Sean On how like They allow Kingpin to live another day I thought that was A super clean Break f- uh, For Shadarsky's part To be able to uh, You know Put him away For a little bit And the With the son In play Which I, that was a good Swerve for, mm-hmm. for me The fact is like Oh you're gonna be president now. we will make this All disappear And, and then he's just like Well no fuck it uh, Like I'm the one in power I'm like oh cool That's true to his character They got me I thought for a second He was gonna go for that yeah, that um, ruled. Yeah. And then for him to pull up his son, right? The like I've I've provided the story of a king for the Kingpin, right? I was like, oh, that was good. That was real good. Plus, you're gonna put him away. Plus, you have to deal with the son now. Like that that was all done extremely
0: well. It kept everybody strong. You know, yeah. like Kingpin should not physically beat Daredevil in a fight. Um, but he's he gets his wins in other ways. And I think this was a great way to do that, to keep him strong. We're interested in what he does next. What's going to bring him back into crime, back into New York. But for now, it's left to his son, who has been gifted trauma by his father. Because uh, Matt's brother was Butch's friend, right? So his father killed his best friend and said, I did this all for you. Jesus, man. It's awful. It's awful.
4: I think the real strength of this issue really wraps up this event in a way that makes it a daredevil story. Sure. More yeah. so than what we said about the other issues. You know, we said it at various points that this feels like a better Civil War 2. But the way this wraps up, you know, like you were saying, it it gives the the big Marvel event thing its finish. And then it brings it back down to Matt and Wilson and refocuses the narrative on them Mm. and really puts the, puts the hammer down uh, where it needs, where it needs to be. And man, what a finish for that.
0: Completely agreed. Um, And, you know, I think, Someone mentioned in our chat that uh, Luke Cage got let down. Um, I think as far as this story goes, like the story of Devil's Reign in Devil's Reign, I don't think so. Because this is a Daredevil story primarily, and there were a lot of characters who needed service. And honestly, Luke Cage gets a great amount of pages here. Like when you really look at it, compared to other heroes not named Daredevil... Luke Cage is, is, is here. He's the one um, who is in a position of, you know, being controlled by Purple Man, who, of course, is the primary adversary of his wife, Jessica Jones. And Cage is able to resist that and save this child, you know, save Purple Man's child. And Purple Man gets taken down. And I thought that that was also a really huge emotional moment, at least for me, um, that Luke Cage was the one who was able to resist and 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 put purple man down. I really appreciated that. see, I liked that
1: part, but I also disliked how inactive Jessica was in with that. I think Jessica and purple man are so intertwined that seeing him get taken down while she's on the sidelines kind of annoyed me a bit. That's fair. yeah um, but I think I mean this sets up I mean I don't know if you have you guys seen the uh, the spoiler variant for this book this issue No, but go ahead. It's Luke Cage as the mayor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this sets up Luke Cage as a very prominent figure now,
0: which is exciting because he hasn't been for years. And it's very different. It's a hugely different role for him and for for Marvel's New York. We I don't I can't think of a time where the mayor was like a hero.
1: We we haven't had a non-Kinni Giuliani, obviously.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god! I think you just gave me an aneurysm. Well, I mean, well, the, how
1: how long have we, we got had us payment? through nine
0: eleven? What do you mean? There you go.
1: <laughs>
4: Jesus, um,
1: he's America's mayor. Also, 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 great, great, mass singer participant. I must say, you know, oh. can't wait for those episodes. Uh, but Sean, do you know when Soul's um, Daredevil Run was? Was that? gosh yeah five like, uh, five 20, six years ago 2015
0: 14. somewhere in there yeah because i think that's when he became mayor right uh kingpin right yeah yeah so yeah.
1: it's been a while
0: it has you know, with that status has. being a thing it's been a while i think it was a good turn for kingpin i really enjoy it when they keep when they like similar to uh norman how he was in a position of prominence mm-hmm But not because villains have to be defeated. Right. And if you're doing a six issue run or arc at the end of that arc, generally the villain will lose. But here they were able to tell a long form story with Kingpin in a position of power. And finally, he's being toppled. So Mm. for those of us who've been following the story for years now, this actually has real weight to it, similar to what they did with Norman. I love that. Mm. And I wish they would do more things like that. You can't always have the villain be be mayor or president, but you know, finding ways to make them almost untouchable. Kingpin was untouchable for years. He finally got touched. Um, so yeah, I and and, and on the art stuff, like Marco Cicetto is is one of my favorite artists. This is what an event looks like. At Marvel, event comics look like this. If they don't look like this, they don't have the weight to them that I want them to have. Because you have to have a superstar artist, and he is one of them. And and it's not just him, because the colors. This is one of the best colored books that I have read in a long time. The use of purple. And obviously, you know, it's a, it's an obvious choice, but it looks so damn good. Just to use purple whenever purple man's powers are in effect. Um, You know, draping the purple in with the red. Of this of the fight between Daredevil and Kingpin, like it just has this like this violent overtone, but you know that there's more at work than Mm -hmm. just what we're seeing. Like it it helps to tell the story so well. I I I think from an art standpoint, this is one of the best books that we've seen so far in 2022. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. looks gorgeous. Great work. That Fantastic
1: Four spread where they they join. Oh my god.
0: Give me this guy in every
1: Marvel event book going forward.
0: That's the Fantastic Four, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's them. That's what they look like. It just makes me feel so good to see these characters look this way. And it takes me back to when I first saw some of them in Civil War. That was the first time I saw saw the Fantastic Four. You know? That's how they look to me. So this feels like that. And it makes me happy. Uh, This was my book of the week. It's phenomenal. Yep. Same. Yeah.
3: I think mine was X-Men Red, just for the... Radiant Red? What?
0: Wasn't (laughs) that. Oh, man. Uh, Speaking of Radiant Red, that's our last book that we're going to be reviewing this week. Um, So we skipped issue one. I'll say that I don't feel like that really impacted my read of this. (laughs) Reading the uh, Radiant... Red special that they did within, I think it was within Radiant Black. One of the issues was like focused on Radiant Red. That informed everything that I felt like I needed to know about this issue. Is that super Um, massive? No. No, no. that was there was uh, a dragons like
4: issue six or something.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, yes. Now, Tyler, did you read that issue? No? Okay. So you basically don't know what the hell is going on. I know it's David LaFuente art. That's that's knowing a lot. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, Cherish Chen wrote this. Uh, new name to me. David Lafuente did the art. Uh, Miguel Muerto did the colors, and Diego Sanchez on the letters. Um, I was interested to see what the story would be with Radiant Red because Radiant Red is a not really a hero. You know, sort of a reluctant hero, a person who was bestowed these powers and then goes on to use them for personal gain, which we know is a big no-no. Um and with a with an interesting kind of hook. But I don't think this issue firmly capitalized on any of that. It I the the ending
4: gives us a hint at where this series is gonna go, but that's a first issue ending, like in issue prior, two. Yeah, yeah, at the end of issue two. Mm-hmm. Um so like <laughs> The I, I read the first issue uh today, um and I it's just you know, I hate to beat this uh radiant drum, but man, it just was not interesting. <laughs> uh yeah. And it it continues like, you know, you're you're just supposed to be along for this ride where nothing happens.
0: Right. Um her being blackmailed, I feel like it felt to me like she they they have a gambling debt. Yeah. So you don't pay off a gambling debt? You don't have to pay off a gambling debt with like you know uh money you made from your job, right? Like no one the the police are not looking into that. You don't have to launder your money to pay a gambling debt. You can just pay the debt. Speaking from yeah. experience, Sean. <laughs> but it's a common sense like the irs is not involved in that like this is i didn't really get that on his face like she could just she could have just said nah actually i'm gonna pay my debt and live my life
3: yeah but the irs doesn't come and break a leg right
0: yeah like or she could just not pay the debt she's a superhero come (laughs) for me like what but this guy phases he she can kick his ass kick her ass this guy's not even the problem in her life. The ga- the gambling goons are regular guys. Like she faces off with a new villain named Shift. Kind of cool. Who, yeah, cool name. But like why yes. are his why is he so slumped? Like I'm showing it on, on on YouTube and Twitch. Like his shoulders are slumped. He doesn't even look hard. I he looks
4: I think that's just La Fuente, man. Yeah. Like La Fuente's art. You're either twelve or you have shoulder problems.
1: <laughs> I I really like Lafuente's art. I've always been a big Lafuente fan because of how cartoony it is. It's almost like a two dimensional Pixar in a way. With yeah, the, yeah, oh, I can see that human um, designs of it.
4: I, I really liked it when it on uh, Ultimate Spider Man when he was on that. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, I liked it here or there. Um, you know when I've seen it, but I. I don't know if it just unfortunately is tied to this, but I just I didn't like it.
0: And then the fight, the, the fight that we get here is Radiant beating up a bunch of goons, and then having a fight with with Shift, only to reveal that all of this was a ploy to get her there. So why did the fight have to happen? Can they have just not fought? What if one <laughs> of those guys died? Like that was a waste of time um and so everything just feels kind of contrived i know this is a mini series it's probably going to get us to the point where radiant is radiant red as a hero um but i kind of like the ambiguity of her character a little bit more and i almost don't want this like i don't i don't know that i want this series in general
4: i and that's kind of how i feel about radiant black as well it's just like you know in in one of the letters pages at some point They talked about how It's never going to be a team book Right The book is Mm -hmm. called Radiant Black And therefore this one's Radiant Red And I think I think I said this before But that's just That's not what
0: these characters need Yeah I Like They're more interesting I don't know Like you know how Power Rangers are
2: Oh yeah I know As
0: as (laughs) characters right As individual people they're interesting, but they leave space so that other people can be interesting. And then they come together and they're interesting together, right? Yeah. Yep. This feels like all these characters are interesting, but then when they have their own book, it's almost like it's too much. If they were playing off of each other, that would be cool because they have different personalities and different reasons why they're doing this, but none of them chose this. I feel like there's so much meat there, but no one wants to go there. And I, I'm not sure why.
4: And you can, you can, you have the extra added drama of these people. You call your teammates, you know, finding out you're a bank robber, or right, you know, uh, uh, learning that you're an old man with grandchildren, or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, like there's, there's drama that they're just leaving on the table
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that
4: could elongate what they're trying to do in a good way
3: it could add depth that they're not deciding to pick to pick up here um for whatever reason and and i think um i think when they first had like the crossover issue what seven or eight in mm-hmm. radiant black uh i think that they were just kind of bantering and and bouncing off each other i, I don't even think like we really got to understand their characters uh higgins i i, I read up to uh, the fifth volume i think of power rangers and uh, to your point, John, right, he's he's able to balance those characters, and each of them, sure, there's history because of the TV show and whatnot, but still, w- within that, he's able to build upon those individual characters, where here, I think, because he they're letting the story writing be spread out across mm-hmm. different writers, similar to what was happening when we started getting a little frustrated with the X-Men, where they were deviating from sort of the plot and the, the concise characterization by uh, Hickman. I think here they started this like that and that made it a little messy. And because we didn't get clear characterization in those issues where they appeared here, we're kind of just left with, well, I don't know how to feel. And even if I did, I don't know how to base, what to base these characters off of because my first exposure to them was also ambiguous.
0: I would, I would like this more if there was only radiant black and the one team, big team up book where they're all together and that's an ongoing and that's it. And both were written by Kyle Higgins because Kyle Higgins is talented. I'm not saying Cherish Chen is not. That's not my point at all. I'm just saying that Kyle Higgins is kind of the one who seems to have the best grasp on what this is and the most, you know, history as a successful comics writer. So I feel like he's got the capable hands. I'd like to see him tackle all this stuff exclusively. And I think it'd be easier. I really do. I really do. I don't I just don't care enough about any of these individual characters to continue to buy them. I don't. Yep. Uh so I, to me pass. and I know there's Radiant fans Same. who always come for us when we review these books, we're not happy with them, I mean, but it I is like what that it is. there are
1: fans that do that though. That's a, that's a good sign, right? Well, yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's of course. Ju- it's just such a shame. Like the hype for this series especially for me was just off the charts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and it's just it, it do you feel burned cal i not not maybe not burned disappointed for sure
2: mm-hmm.
4: um i don't know you know i mean maybe not at this point maybe i've been burned and now i'm just kicking the ashes you know i
3: <laughs> Set potential. Pass.
0: Hard pass. Same. Yep. Pass. All Thanks right, much, Catherine. Let's uh let's jump into. Let's jump into uh, comics tag. So, last week I was absent, but Tyler had been tagged by me the week before. So, Tyler, why don't you go ahead and uh say what you tag, who you tagged, what you tagged them with, and let's get into it.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's nice to see Cassandra Nova in the comics tag pick. Uh, we're, we're finally at that book now, so. <laughs> <laughs> it has even more fun. Amazing. Uh, but, Marco, did you read your uh, your tag? I did. I
3: did my homework. And did Deadpool, um, Bad
1: Blood, number one.
3: Yep, by, uh, let's see, let's see, by Rob Liefeld. The story, the script by Chris Sims, Chad Bowers, and uh, Rob Liefeld on, uh, on art. Inks, obviously, Liefeld uh shelby robertson Adelso corona and marat michaels with uh ramundo fajardo jr on color and this was a little wacky you know it was uh <laughs> I, I didn't know what to i didn't know what to expect um i've read the daniel way stuff for daredevil and so i'm i'm not familiar deadpool with or- which one deadpool or daredevil you said daredevil oh sorry deadpool okay um and i that's my most of my exposure and so i I enjoyed that run thoroughly enjoyed it a lot of fun really stupid and um the this was not that he only has the one narrator um you know in his head usually it's him plus like two others right uh the the fact that um he fights a dude named thumper just silly um (laughs) this big ass dude uh let me see if I can pull him up this hulking monstrosity right super cool like from a design standpoint uh gets his ass beat gets killed by him uh wakes up and then dominoes next to him uh and then they go into a flashback uh when they were back on with the x-force uh and that's that's Rob Liefeld's every day when he was back on x-force he just has flashbacks uh, to that War <laughs> flashbacks, man. That's that's all he wanted to explore here was cable, uh, some this prophet looking motherfucker in the middle over here. I can't even. Uh, not Domino, is it? No, Domino's also there, but is there some other dude that also, I don't that's know not the this real Warpath, I believe. Okay, and yeah, um, yeah, 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 and then it just gets derailed from there, where it focuses only on X Force, them entering this. What is it called? Lowton low Island in Norway on the Mutant Liberation Front and they go to save Deadpool and next issue apparently they fight. So, so yeah, the thing
1: I'm curious is your take on it and this is the thing I've I always been curious about with, with Rob Liefeld modern Liefeld and Deadpool is that yes Liefeld created Deadpool but who Deadpool is now is not who he was when Liefeld created it so it's it's Liefeld trying hmm. to almost retcon his creation in a way because yes he designed it that's it really
0: that's interesting that was, uh
4: Fabian Nesicia Nys- who, yep. who was uh who's on the writing
1: he was on the writing but even then the Deadpool was just a mercenary he wasn't the yeah, fourth yeah, wall yeah, yeah. breaking kind of guy I mean I think it, it was really um was a Simone that Rigel Simone was one of the ones that really kind of gave the character that uh, Deadpool see. I think Daniel Way and Gail
0: Simone are the more modern incarnations of who Deadpool is. So, so you're seeing... saying that when Deadpool was first created in the early comics that Deadpool was not wacky? No. no, no. He wasn't. Nope. Normal dude. Just a mercenary. So the merc with a mouth is a newer later. Wow. It's, it's post-Liefeld, yeah. He was so a
4: two-eyed deathstroke.
0: Yeah. So
1: it's 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 really interesting seeing Liefeld try to retrofit his character to fit that new mold, and see, it does not work he, in my opinion.
3: I, I don't think he's necessarily doing that because he still goes for some of the memes, right? He has Taco Tuesday in here, right? He, 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 he That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's Liefeld trying pits. to do something he didn't create. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I can see that a little bit more for sure. Um, I think you know what? I give him the art. Art so was good. <laughs> I'll give him the art feet aside, but I'll I'll give him the, the, the form. I'll give him the posing. I'll give him the action scenes. That was fun. But the, the writing itself, I can kind of see what you, what you mean in the sense that he's sort of patching his less crazy version yeah. into, into this. It and, feels like he got
1: all his Deadpool from Wal- Walmart t-shirts.
3: like you mentioned Taco
1: it, 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 Tuesday like that's it's cookie cutter true. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah <laughs> goes for the memes and all respect to the memes but like like mm. this page was fun though after he dies he's just on a unicorn and there's rainbows in the back it's like heaven's awesome like he's he's being extra silly and this is extra I got that
1: t-shirt at Walmart <laughs> like Deadpool riding a unicorn with a rainbow in the background like I just I, even, I like the 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 weird. even
3: the horse doesn't have feet look at that shit
1: <laughs> also i do like the cover though because like deadpool's feet are front and center it's like live on saying fuck yeah. you everyone i can draw feet Yeah, Watch wait me. he
3: makes he makes a joke about it when uh when domino pops up uh, where is it oh, i'm gonna find it really quick but he like addresses it oh in the second page um he's like my back was all kinds of busted up wasn't even sure my feet were still attached uh, just as well, I guess. And then like cl- crawls up and uh, his feet pop up again on on one of the the panels. Mm. Uh, I mean, otherwise, it's okay. Nothing crazy. I'm not gonna pick up the second issue. There's another one, that's, but that's how I felt about it.
1: You can just yeah. get the, you could just buy the whole thing in a, in a trade right now if you want. Oh, is this already published? It was already published as a trade. Yeah. Okay. Like three or four years, years ago.
0: Yeah. yeah. So who who are you tagging and with what, Marco? Okay, so I'm going to
3: tag. I can't tag back, right?
0: Yeah, you can do whatever you want.
3: Okay. Um, Oh, but Tyler, you've been reading Eternals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, More of this? No, 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 no. Hold on. Tyler, are you you a fan of Steve Niles? Uh, Are you going to have me
1: read your palace poll next week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah.
3: Okay, cool. It's uh, A Town Called Horror and a it's steve niles um someone else on art and um, well we'll get we'll get it's it's, it's yeah, of yeah. Polls, but yeah
1: mm-hmm. steve niles can you uh refresh my memory on i know the name i don't know uh work. 30
3: days of night yep uh, oh mystery okay society i think with uh that's early um yep mystery society batman gotham county um early S- simon dark
1: okay big yeah, horror dude I mean that and kind I'm of segues like like his... us right into the pals polls, if we want to. Who
3: does Saga? Fiona Staples. Yeah, we'll be... Come on, buddy.
1: Okay, it is Fiona Staples, right? Come
3: on, what
4: you I was sitting here going, Fiona Staples. That's not right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, yeah. So pals polls. I'll, I'll do that next week. So so pals polls is a little weird this week because uh, Kale and Marco both chose Eternals number eleven.
3: Let's go, Kale. Ooh, yeah.
1: That cover. Ooh, that Listen, oh, Oh, I thought you don't like a side ribic, huh? Me? What? Or who? Oh, it was Kale. Yeah, i never said.
4: I don't like a Rubick. No. Yeah, it was Kale. No, Assad yeah, Rubick a... can go screw. Um,
3: you can go eat shorts. Okay. <laughs> uh but... just gets
0: challenged to do shit on this show and says okay. <laughs> <Yeah. all> <laughs> uh, uh,
4: but I'm listen. I'm having fun. Yes. Um, I like I like Gillen's Eternals more than x-men at this point um to me this this feels a lot more like gillen's sweet spot Hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. i think
1: i think it also helps that these characters not only say don't matter but you can reinvent them without anyone caring (laughs) like
2: yeah
4: yeah it it feels very similar to um you know what he did with uh like the wicked and the divine Mm -hmm. um and and i think i said this you know when i was uh tagged and did eternals it's it's that being one step removed from basically anything and he can give them a voice you know that's slightly different from everything else and it's unique
3: i'm so glad that you like this and i turned on the that, that that you turned on this yeah, you turned me on.
1: That is that is a good cover, though. I do like that cover. No, um, and Marco, you also had a town called Terror. My Steve Niles <laughs> and Simon Kadrant. Oh, Simon Kadranski's K- 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 got this. Okay,
3: um, I've not heard of
1: who that is. Did what? Well, the thing always jumps out to me when I think of Kadranski is he did some Bendis stuff, I believe um, Bendis DC stuff, but he also did. Um, I want to say it was Fear itself. What was the um? Sean, maybe help help me out on this. The DC event with the villains, where they had the three D covers. The DC event with the villains. Yeah, with with the three D covers though, because Fear itself didn't have oh, Fear itself with the Marvel one.
3: Um, um, I know what I know what you're talking about. Oh my God, it was was it it Forever Evil. Forever, there
1: we are Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. So he did
1: the Scarecrow one. Well, wait, wait,
3: Do we, we, we acknowledge that? I know no, that, that was, was pretty good. That was good. Hey, well done, man. Yeah, that was good. You did the
0: uh, scarecrow like, issue.
4: You're not like shot. Sean, who can't figure out who Wildcat is. So
3: no, know, no,
0: no, like... no, 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 no. That's <laughs> not what we're gonna do. I, 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 I can't know what I don't know. I've never been exposed, okay? And in all these years, we're doing, we've been doing book clubs for five years. You've never picked a book with Wildcat in it that tells me something, Kale.
1: Sean, I guarantee you, you've read a book with Wildcat in it. Yeah. I guarantee you, I haven't. Did you Can read he, any of the crises? Huh? Oh, yeah, he was in Kingdom Come. Oh, the female They didn't one shout was, his wasn't.
0: ass out. He wasn't in... Well, they, listen, that wasn't matter. the point. He didn't matter. <laughs> that wasn't oh, yes, the, the point. Matter. They didn't um, even say his name. Me and Sean have the same...
1: <laughs> I bet uh, he cults.
4: did. I bet they did. Go ahead. Pull it up.
1: <laughs> pull, pull it up. up. Pull it up, Kale. Go for it. Go ahead. Right, we're we're going to go to, to Sandman Universe Tom. Nightmare Country, number one, by uh, James Tinney and the fourth... Uh, Lissandro Estheran and Yannick Paquette is on this. What, no, what they definitely did because he was part of the <laughs> the Batman
4: al Ghoul alliance with Lex Luthor.
0: And they said his name Wildcat. Al All right, booyah. Okay,
1: okay, we could drop this now. <laughs> what is, okay? So I'm just looking this up real quick. What is Yannick Paquette doing on this? Oh, uh, he's doing art. I don't know. Interesting. I would assume the art. Yeah, it's just he got third billing, which is confusing to me maybe Maybe oh interesting no it says it says artists from what i see um Hmm. but yeah this is uh the corinthian it's a corinthian sandman
3: story oh this one yeah Yeah.
4: the corinthian is by far the worst thing that comes out of sandman um but he's the thing that i absolutely remember from sandman yeah so i'm very excited to get into this
1: you didn't like that
4: no i loved it Oh, oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> the worst thing in that it stuck with me, and I have th- nightmares okay. about it. <laughs>
1: yeah, tinian has uh, been on a roll lately. So, uh, and from from all the interviews, this seems like it's Tinian's dream job to be doing yeah. something in Sandman. Yeah, um, so 100%. that's exciting.
0: So um, I go ahead. Sorry.
4: Just real quick, is Tinian co-writing this? Is that why Paquette's third bill? So
0: what's going on is uh, Tinian is writing it fully, but the main story will be drawn by Lissandro, and then there will be a uh, guest, uh, a, a side story, uh, some sort of nightmare that will be drawn by a guest artist every issue, and this oh, one is unique. No. Paquette. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. So I have very little interest in Sandman. Even what we read, like for a book club we did was, it was good. I enjoyed it, but I don't really care that much. It was Tinian's passion that made me decide that I need to read this. Um, The way he spoke about how important Sandman is to him. So much so that he was about to be done with DC, but then he was offered this. And he said, well, here we go again. (laughs) And he, and he, and he jumped right in. That is enough for me to say hey if you believe in this then i do too so i can't wait to see what this is about
3: okay cool
0: yeah and then we also
1: had a x-men 92 house of 92 92 okay i don't can't wait to get to the c's i can't i don't know what's going on with those roman numerals so just Can
0: 100 I... this is my favorite era of x-men just in terms of like the tv show um i'm a huge fan i know a lot of people have soured on it in more recent years but um i love these characters and i can't wait to see them in this environment this is going to be fun i think um i don't know how good it will ultimately be but i think it's going to be fun i think it'll at least be fun I'm, so as we were doing the palace polls i don't have
1: them in the slides here but I'm, I'm i'm curious as how none of us picked uh jeff johns coming back to dc with uh is, is this book actually coming out next week Oh, that's well, uh-huh. Why I didn't pick it? Image? Are you actually curious uh, about it?
3: <laughs> Wait, Flashpoint.
1: Yeah, the new Flashpoint book is at least solicited as next week. I thought it got delayed. I thought I heard a
0: delay, but maybe this. I was thought the it delay. got delayed too, which is why I didn't choose.
3: It. Okay, I thought you guys All were right. talking about Image Number One because he's on that. He's built on that one.
0: Yeah, he's doing Geiger. Um, yeah, yeah, so,
1: so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see if that book comes no, out. That could be that could be a book that comes out.
0: Yeah, if it comes out, we'll be we'll be reading
1: it here. So uh it's not about cyborg, that's for sure. (laughs) Oh no no.
0: (laughs) Can't have that. Kidding me. Uh, Uh, Those are those are our polls. Those are our polls, yes. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and sticking with us. Uh really appreciate it. Uh make sure that you guys are joining us live every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for this very show. Next week we'll be reviewing Probably some of the books that you just heard us shout out in Pals Um, And then some amount of other books. We'll see. We'll, we will keep you guys posted on social media or on our Discord server. If you join our Discord server, you guys are always made aware over there first of what's going on over here in Pals Nation. Every single Saturday, we are live at 10 a.m. Eastern for the main show. This week, as we did last week, we'll probably be speaking about an individual named Ezra Miller. <laughs> uh, there's a movie called uh, the crime of the crimes of Grindelwald or whatever. I don't know if that's the one that's coming out of the, the fantastic beast shit. I don't know if that's the one coming out or the one that came out or whatever. We need to, we need to talk about the crimes of Ezra Miller. So you're a big Harry Potter fan there, Sean. I love Harry Potter. I heard you love JK Rowling. <laughs> that I won't say that. I cannot say not because I don't want to be canceled. But because I don't, I don't think about J.K. Rowling. I think about Harry Potter. Not a big Joanne fan. I get you. I get you. Is that is that her first name? I believe so. It's also a
1: Lady Gaga album, so it could be both. Yes. But, yeah. Was that a good album? I didn't hear that one. Oh, dude, it's it's very
0: different. I, I suggest you check it out. I'm Are, a we, big, are we just
1: uh, outing ourselves as big Gaga fans on the
0: on the show? I, it, it, for me, it's not even being outed. I'm not ashamed of anything. I, uh, love, I love Lady Gaga. First three albums.
4: You've got two ears and a heart. Lady. Come on.
1: Like I have Ooh. Gaga vinyl, like special edition vinyl. Like, did uh, you really? Oh, dude, I love Gaga, man.
3: Oh, damn, trap sword. It's to hear, bud. Oh, bummer, dude. Yeah. Okay, Sean, uh, we got to start saying Eastern.
0: <laughs> I did. I always. I thought I always say Eastern. I, Not I say always. Eastern. Not always. Some most
1: most times. Sometimes you don't.
0: That's All right.
4: Five p.m. Central.
0: Listen, hey Tyler, we gotta put we gotta put the the times and days. And, and the different uh, locations in, in the in the graphic there. How about that? I could do that. I don't care if you do or don't. Um, <laughs> it might look
1: graphically a little annoying, but you know.
0: Uh, in any event, watch uh, on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash comicspals. Drop us a comment. Share the video with your friends. The best way you can support us at the moment is to let other people know that we're out here and you enjoy what we do. If this is something that you care about, um, help us grow it. We appreciate your support. As always, we will see you guys next week. Until then, we're the Comic Spouse signing off. Take care, guys.
4: See you next week.
0: 10 p.m.
3: GMT. It's 11 p.m. GMT. Oh, does it? Yep. Right now or when it starts? When it starts. Oh shit. Who Who's GMT? Me.
0: What What is GMT? Greenwich Mean Time. Who lives in that? You? Me. Oh, why is it so comfy? British stuff.
1: All
3: right. Bye. Cheers. Bye.